This is The Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. You look at my numbers, I'm I'm balling. Beer City's best sports talk is on the air. Get involved. Call 252-4348. Tweet the show at Sports Tank ESPN. The Sports Tank. Come get you some of this. Can't wait. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We are live from the Ingalls studio. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. And as always, the first hour of our lovely little program here brought to you by Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. It's June 1. That's right. One of those phrases that gets said every offseason in the NFL the post-June 1 moves. We're going to talk about that today. What post-June 1 moves should we expect? Which ones uh, are being talked about that are not going to happen this offseason? Hint, hint, Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the NBA as well. we got uh, three games coming up tonight in the NBA playoffs. It is uh, feels like a pretty much do-or-die time for the Los Angeles Lakers. <sighs> feels good to be right. <laughs> <laughs> the injury to Anthony Davis, more than likely he is not going to play tonight for the Lakers against the Phoenix Suns. The Suns, uh, what we expect to be full strength once again with Chris Paul back on the floor. We saw how game four went, and now it's a tied series, game five. And uh, I feel like I feel like if they if the Lakers fall behind here, they're going to be pretty hard pressed to win this series. Phoenix just has to hold serve at home. Uh-huh. That's it. Yep. You have to win two games at home, and everybody can go home happy. Well, I can. You can, I can go, go home, home happy. happy. Lakers well, fans won't be so thrilled. But <laughs> right, there's a lot of talk about this being the uh, the key moment. In the LeBron legacy, can can we stop God, that? Can, uh, is He's been in the nine that, finals. Is anything that happens in this series, shy of LeBron James scoring sixty points a night for the next two games, he could fly, and it wouldn't change my uh, my <laughs> in my uh, belief. In oh no! Him. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Follow me down the path here. If he if he takes this team, puts them on his back, and scores like he's never scored before. I think that would give him a little extra bump in the legacy talk. Why? However, he's already done that. Uh, you remember Cleveland? There was a whole oh, yeah. lot of Zadrunas, Ilgauskas, and Larry Hughes back then. <laughs> Anderson, Verizal, and Darius Miles, I think, was all those teams. Drew Gooden. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, it changes nothing for me. However, watching game four, I saw exactly what it was that I was trying to say before this series. Mm hmm. I feel like everybody just penciled in L.A. and they didn't look at the fact that this Suns team is pretty good. They did. Because it's what you expect. You expect a fully healthy LeBron James and a fully healthy Anthony Davis. There's no way they're going to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Let's, I, mean, I, let's, I, I still feel that way. I don't. I still feel like a fully healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis, there's no way that they would lose this series. However, we now find ourselves in the position where we don't have that luxury. AD is hurt. He's going to miss Game 5, I believe. I I have not seen it reported that he is going to miss. It's unlikely that he plays. They're still waiting to find out exactly what's wrong with him. Um, 
what was it, a grade one sprain, I think is what grade they said? Grade one groin sprain. Yeah. See, that's bad. Grade mm-hmm. one seven, is the worst, right? No. Oh. Seven to ten days heel time. That's, okay. that's where he's at. So I mean, even if he plays, he's not going to mm. be full strength. Right. I do not see a path Phoenix loses tonight. Now, I have not exactly been the most accurate on this series. It's really frustrating because I've been so accurate on everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. You were right on on Boston. They get one. They yep. get the 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 gentleman sweep. Yep. Because Brooklyn is going to absolutely roadhouse them tonight. There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind. And we'll talk about the fans and all of that. Mm-hmm. We didn't mm-hmm. want to start with that no. because that's been the because that's what everybody's we'll, talking about. We, yeah, we'll we'll get into that at the start right. of the four o'clock hour. Right. We'll get more on the NBA playoffs. What we expect to see tonight. Obviously, green on greens coming up at the end of the hour. Jeremy's going to continue uh, his hot streak here. Just free money. Hey, you know, no, no big deal. Sixty-two <laughs> percent in the month of May. Right. Nice. <laughs> Get professional mm-hmm. guys that live off this mm-hmm. lucky to hit 56 percent plus you're we, a resident espn radio host 62 no big deal plus we have jacksonville jaguars continuing to do jacksonville jaguar things we'll have they're, they're actually that. now a pro wrestling uh, uh-huh. organization uh-huh major league baseball is facing a massive lawsuit in atlanta i'll give you the details on that at some point over the next two hours and uh yeah it's going to be a whole lot of fun here on the uh the holiday shortened week. Actually, we have a double shortened week. Yeah, we we're, we're only here three days this week, right, which we means missed, I have to be extra crazy. Right, we missed yesterday because of Memorial Day. Hope everyone uh, had a had a good long weekend. I discovered that my wife's never seen Friends. Oh, that's I did not know that. Right, I, I actually tested her because she said something to the effect of, "Does Chandler ever find someone?" And I went, "Don't worry. Mm. I feel like if you've ever watched this show, you know the answer to that." So I tested her. Now I went, finish this sentence, 18 pages, and just stared at her. And she went, I have no, no idea what you're doing. And, and I just screamed at her, front, front and back. And back, exactly. And she had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> so we watched 78 episodes of Friends over the last three days. Nice. That's, I mean, that's a good full weekend. Oh, it was tremendous. Uh, not, not so productive, but. There's actually a Jeremy-sized imprint in my couch. It doesn't surprise me at all. At all. It's tremendous. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick up on the long weekend uh, dig there. Anyway, I uh, hope everybody took the time yesterday to remember exactly what Memorial Day is for. Honoring those who have fallen serving our country. Uh, absolutely. Um, at least take a moment of reflection while you're cooking out, hanging out by the pool. There was a lot of hanging out by the pool at my house this week. Uh, as the As the pools are now open... And all of the neighbors feel it necessary to get sick every time I show up. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is June 1, though. A, 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 a marked day in every NFL offseason. I'm calling my shot right now. You're calling your shot of? Julio Jones will not be an Atlanta Falcon when we start this show tomorrow. Oh, you think it's going to move that quickly? And I'm not sure that Zach Ertz is not out of philadelphia before that okay. happens all right so no drama building here for those two moves i think atlanta has known where they're sending julio jones the mm-hmm. entire time mm-hmm. you cannot make the move it cannot be agreed to you can talk all you want to right the deal cannot be agreed to until four o'clock today mm-hmm. 
every team that is interested in Julio Jones has taken their shot. And I'm, you know what? I don't care what other people say. I, I, I have learned to stick to my guns. It is the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Even though there has been don't no care. rumblings of that happening. Don't care. Uh, don't care. Well, you know what I'm hearing? Tennessee's in, and everybody else is wrong. So you know what? Okay. I'm either right. going to be out on a limb by myself, or I'm going to be right. And we all know that I love being right. Okay. So no San Francisco 49ers, no Baltimore Ravens. Everything I keep hearing is that they want to trade him out of the conference. Mm-hmm. The only team that makes sense in the AFC is the Tennessee Titans. The Browns do a little bit. Yep. But it's hard to understand how Julio and Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and Austin Hooper, plus the running backs, It's mm-hmm. at some point you have too many weapons. Right. Especially when you have a mediocre quarterback. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Good. You finally got a good. Cleveland Browns dig in. That felt good. I haven't taken a shot at Baker Mayfield in like three months. <laughs> you haven't. <laughs> Julio Jones will be will not be in Atlanta. That we do know. Somebody is going to take on this the, this contract and doing the move post June one that allows the Atlanta Falcons some savings. If you're unfamiliar with how this works or what the purpose of this is, basically the guaranteed money or the the, the dead money it is is now allowed or post four o'clock today is now allowed to be spread over two years. So you don't take the large hit with Julio Jones. It goes from being twenty three million to seven million, with fifteen million to, to next year mm-hmm. when the cap goes up. Mm-hmm. And we've said from Jump Street, the Falcons are in salary cap hell. Now, so he, it's I mean it, it, you're you're stuck there, right? It's not going to be good. It's just markedly better this way than taking it all at once. But when you go to make a move like this, I mean, is this something that you can negotiate for the other team to pick up some of that money? You can, but nobody's going to. Okay. So, like, the Atlanta Falcons probably are not going to get any ca- any cap relief out of the deal. Not if they want a, a, a premier pick. I mean, I'm sure somebody would, would throw them a four and pick up half of that money. But right. I would much rather have the two, which is what I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. From the Tennessee Titans. Right. You'd rather pay the full load and get the higher pick. I'm a draft guy, though. So I'm, I always want draft mm-hmm. capital forever. They have long been asking for a first round pick. Do you think there is legitimacy to their claim that someone has offered them a first round pick? No. Because the whether Rams it are be out. in 2022 or whether it be in 2023, 2024, any the, of them. No, the Rams are out. I can tell you that on good authority, the Rams are out. Mm-hmm. I think now you're looking at a San Francisco 49ers, Tennessee Titans, and they all have one thing in common. They don't have extra draft capital. Mm-hmm. None of them. I will tell you, the rumbling is getting louder about a team in the NFL that I have told you is going to make a deal before this season starts. And it's Philadelphia Eagles. Making a deal to bring someone in? Yep. I've been saying it for as long as I can remember now. Hmm. Philadelphia is not going into the season the way they're currently constituted. Hmm. I'm not saying that has to do with Julio Jones, who we're talking about right now. No. Or Deshaun Watson, who I have said in the past. But that's what I think it is. You think it's Deshaun Watson. I do, and I'm not I'm not completely sold that it doesn't happen quick. Mm-hmm. Like in the next week, two weeks. Here's the thing you got to remember about the, the June 1, especially right now. 
you've got a lot of mini camps that are coming up. It's like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The way I know Julio Jones is not going to be on this team, I can tell you definitively he's not going to be on this team in a week. Because if he comes to mini camp and he gets hurt, now you're on the hook for all of it. Absolutely. And I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go somewhere. These talks have been accelerating for a reason. Right. It's 4 o'clock today is, is when the new league year rolls, because that's the end of business, 4 o'clock Eastern. Mm-hmm. Rolls into the next day, and all of these things can be done. I won't be shocked if he's headed somewhere by the end of the show. And our luck, it'll be at 5.03. Because <laughs> that tends to be the way that goes down. Uh, I, I, I still can't. I, I'm still I'm still on the, the belief that Deshaun Watson's not going anywhere. I can't make myself believe that somebody is going to jump on that controversy while n- while nothing has been settled. With his legal issues. Mm-hmm. You noticed it's been real quiet? Oh, of course. Just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Read into that what you will. I think it'll be this. It, uh, to me, it will be the surprise move of the offseason if somebody does jump on that grenade. See, and that's the thing that's so. That's, it's not funny to me. It's just I don't understand the thinking in that. Houston basically made it clear without making it clear that for the right offer, they would deal him. Mm hmm. Everything they've done since the the fire died down, because you had the Jets and the Dolphins and all these teams that had premium draft capital, well, they ever played your hand. Mm-hmm. This is just like the stock market. If you have a stock that's that's made a ton of money and you can sell it high, and then you don't, you don't just sit here and hold on to it until it's worth until nothing. it has no value, right? Everything they're doing is making you understand that they're trying to reset this team, just like mm-hmm. today. They bring in Rex Burkhead. What sense does that make? None. You now have 19 running backs. I think they're going to run the Veer. And I'm here for it. I mean, they're not going to do that. Well, they're not going to be able to, They're not going to throw much either because they're terrible. Well, I mean, they'll still throw. I mean, they yeah. have 19 wide receivers. Yeah, and they're all bad. Bad. Except for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is not bad. Yeah, he, you know when he's bad? When Deshaun Watson's not throwing to him. I don't like the chances of the Tyrod Taylor, uh, Brandon Cooks hookup being something no. that wins you fantasy leagues this this fall. Right. But or I think Davis you're going to see a lot of things in this week. Oh, yeah. Once moves can be made, there's well, going to be... It usually does not go that way. Really? There's usually a... Yeah, it rolls... But there's not a lot of things that are pressing. Mm-hmm. No, there's a lot of things that are pressing. Zach Ertz is pressing. Mm-hmm. That need that deal needed to be done a long time ago. And the team that I told you was going to be interested made a move earlier today yeah. to clear up cap space yeah. that would fit Zach Ertz quite nicely. And Jeremy is convinced that he is going to go wind up with the Buffalo Bills. And today it was announced that the Buffalo Bills have converted more than $11.7 million of Stefan Diggs's base salary to signing bonus, which saves the team about $8 million in salary cap space. So they have roughly eleven million dollars now, according to Spot Track. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing: Buffalo's been in on every tight end on the market. Mm-hmm. They called on Johnny Smith. They called on Hunter Henry. They called on Jared Cook. And you're telling me that the most talented of all of those, the most talented of of every guy I just said, is mm-hmm. Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, last year didn't go well. But I have routinely said I don't believe that no team is going to look at him and go, yeah, we can fix that. Right. Zach Ertz moving on obviously makes sense. Buffalo Bills, that is a a position of need for them. 
So that does make some sense as well. I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if this is a foreshadowing move of we're going to use all of this cap space that we've created now. I mean, there is something to be said for have, creating some cap space and holding it over till next year, correct? When you hear hoof beats, it makes a lot more sense to assume horses than zebras. Right. Unless you hear the story that I'm going to tell about an hour from now. Okay. That's a time that you heard hoof beats and you should have assumed zebras. You're in the sports tank with Jeremy Green here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Yes, the, uh, the Houston Texans, they, they, they're doing stuff. They've got a lot of guys on their roster. To me, it just becomes clearer and clearer and clearer, though, that they are going to be the absolute worst team in the NFL. Yeah, they added a seventh running back to their roster today. Rex Burkhead, hot. Just how bad is this team? We'll talk about it up next. You're in the sports tank. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And uh, the, the Houston Texans added another running back. It was reported today that they have signed ex-Patriots and uh, Cincinnati Bengals running back Rex Burkhead. Because, I mean, why not? We'll take another former New England Patriot to be on... The Patriots of the South, which means, I mean, just another god awful addition to this team. It doesn't make any sense. He's not a a terrible player. No, he's an okay player. It's just an accumulation of average. Mm -hmm. It is, I mean, it's one of those rosters. We looked at this earlier, and Mm -hmm. it is, I mean, it's painful to look at. Uh, Starting running back for the Houston Texans right now, David Johnson. David Johnson, who famously came over in the uh, ooh the the worst deal of any offseason, probably uh, the DeAndre Hopkins trade, where they said a second round pick and David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins. He's the starter. They signed Mark Ingram, who somehow is listed as second on the depth chart. I get these aren't official. We haven't gone through camp or anything. Philip Lindsay has come over from the Denver Broncos as well. Uh, now they have Rex Burkhead, Buddy Howell, Scotty Phillips, and Dontrell Hilliard. It's just the definition of average. <laughs> but you you take those seven running backs and add them to the outstanding weapons that they have at wide receiver. Uh, which is Brandon Cooks and nothing else. <laughs> well, you liked Nico Collins in the draft. Not here. Not with the Texans. No. He's going to be asked to do too much. But he's a talented kid. He's fine. Right. They also have Randall Cobb, Kiki Cutie, Chris Conley. It's just bad. It's all bad. Andre you can just, Roberts, Alex You can keep Erickson. reciting the names. They're terrible. <laughs> I mean, this looks like a Madden team where you're trying to lose all 16, right. 17 games. Right. They've done a fantastic job of setting themselves up for that. Well, I mean, I can't hammer them too hard because I've always said either be competitive or be terrible. Or be terrible. Right. Well, and there's one piece that's going to make you not terrible. 
And that's Deshaun Watson. Which is probably headed out the door. I, I firmly believe he is. Yeah. That is the one piece that I still... Everything they're doing, I was looking at it and go, well, that all works. Uh, but you still have that. You got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now the money makes, would be it, a nightmare. But it makes so much. It makes so much sense for Houston to move on from Deshaun Watson, and the moves that they have made this offseason kind of play into them being able to do that. They took a quarterback with their first pick in the draft. Granted, it was in the third round, but still, they took Davis Mills with their first pick in the draft. They got to Rod Taylor. I feel like that's a that's an okay start for a franchise that's obviously trying to be the worst in the league. True. The bad in the NFL this year is going to be brutally mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Now, you laughed at me when we went through the game-by-game uh, game breakdowns, and I had like four teams that had, or no, six teams that had two or fewer wins. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Probably not going to happen, but to me, that's that's how bad the bad are. The Any good NFL. is tremendously good. Mm-hmm. The bad is tremendously bad. There is a huge difference in the NFL right now. This is why the the eighteen game talk it makes my brain hurt. Oh yeah, we do not. If we have ever not needed eighteen games, it's mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. When you we did get- our projection, the playoffs would be almost settled. Yep, with two weeks to go mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Because I see seven teams in both conferences that are clearly better than the other nine, and there's there's not there's not a lot of argument about that. I think we can all look and pinpoint the teams that are at the top. I mean, we all know the the Super Bowl contenders in both leagues, but I still do think that there is a there's a little space there for some extra football. I'm always going to sign up for extra football. I see. I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm just not. I'm just. I, 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 I want the games to matter. Right. This is the reason that I've never been a fan of the eight team playoff. Mm-hmm. We got to let every team. Do we? Do we really? Right. Do we honestly? Do Do we not get to the end every year and go, hey, best teams in the country are Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Weird how we just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Lather, rinse, repeat, and that fourth spot changes every so often. Right. I don't need more to know that. I see, and that's one of those things that I I feel like, and we'll <laughs> we'll partially get into this. Start a next hour. More is not always more. It's not always better. Sometimes you just need to let just, no, no, <laughs> just settle with what you have. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. Okay. I'm always down for more legitimate competition. But the and that's what thing. eighteen games would give us. No, it's not. No, it's not. I didn't think you could say anything that I would disagree with more than what I'm going to start the 4 o'clock hour with. <laughs> There's nothing legitimate about it. But it, it, how many times have we gotten to week 17? Well, mm-hmm. Now will be week 18 with an added game. Mm-hmm. And you didn't really know. I mean, maybe there's a, you know, last year with the Dolphins and the Colts. Right. And what was the winner of that going to be? Fodder for the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. which is exactly what they were. Mm-hmm. I'm not the I, I'm not the fair guy. It, it has to be fair, right? That's not me. It's not about fair. This is not about fair to me. This is about revenue. 
Oh, yeah, because the NFL's really hurting for revenue. Well, no, they're not hurting for revenue. But if somebody came to you and said, I can give you a billion dollars, and then somebody else came up to you and said, hey, I can give you an idea that will give you a $1.2 billion, wouldn't you but take see, the $1.2 billion idea? That, but see, I don't think it's that big a difference. I think it's more bad football. Mm-hmm. It's more week 17, hey, Josh Allen played for five snaps, and then we got Matt Barkley. That was fun. Right. Who didn't love that? Who didn't love watching Jared Stidham playing against the Jets? Mm-hmm. Woohoo! I mean, yes, down toward the end of the season, there's an opportunity for more tanking, so to speak. But see, but I, and I'm not even one. I, I don't the care about gonna, tanking, right? But the teams that are going to be in the hunt and gives them a little extra. No, it doesn't. Juice they don't for play the anybody. The they don't play anybody. Anybody that's competitive plays no one. And this conversation has come up. This is one of those days that just everything anybody says just just you gotta just get on my nerves. You. Yeah. It's just. Oh. Oh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm going to be on fire. What do you mean? Fire what do you mean they don't play time. anybody? All right, last year, I just give you an example. Okay. Uh, last year, just looking at the standings, there was one team per conference that had something to play for. Mm-hmm. Oh, seating. Nobody cares because the division winner gets home field. So if you're not going to win your division, it doesn't matter. And you just add more, and no, we need more. And this is just a constant cycle. And this is how the NBA winds up doing what they're doing, which is just borderline unwatchable. <laughs> what do you mean with the play-in tournament? It was it, it, just everything we're getting right now. It's all terrible. Mm-hmm. What series are you just on the edge of your seat? Oh, the injury bowl with the Lakers and the Suns? Right. Who's going to survive seven games? Because we've had... There, there are four legitimate stars in that series, and two of them have been hurt. Right. I mean, the Clippers in the in the Mavs series. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, you know what I like? That, that is one of the few things I've changed my tune on. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's going to win that series, and they're going to go into the next round and get just demolished. <laughs> By the Jazz. Yes. Have you seen the line movement for the Jazz to win the NBA title? No, I haven't, but... They were plus 800 five days ago. Mm-hmm. They're plus 400 now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't think that's high enough. Really? No. I would have them at, I don't know, plus 250. Who do you feel better about winning a title right now than the Utah Jazz? Because the West is eating itself. I mean, there may not be a, full, a team full of players left to play the Jazz when they play them in the Western Conference Finals. If you'd asked me this question yesterday, I would have said the Philadelphia 76ers. But and, now with Joel Embiid and, and his injury. And and it's weird. You know, we wanted to play more games and play-ins and all this. And weird. Now we're in the playoffs right. and superstars are dropping like flies. Right. I feel like this is the most predictable outcome to anything I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. And yet, you couldn't see the forest for the trees. So more games in the NFL to you does not mean better product. No, because people are always wanting to sacrifice a preseason game. Cool, well, you're going to get a glorified preseason game anyway. Mm-hmm. I was good at 16. I didn't really want to go to 17. I certainly don't want to go to 18. Right. I do. I I, I want the extra game. I, I want more legitimate football. And maybe this is just because it extends our fantasy football season. It, it does. It's exactly, it, it, exactly every what person that I can at least <laughs> respect that you admitted that. Yeah. Because you kept saying legitimate football. No, it's not. 
It's not legitimate. It's, it's legitimate football that we can follow and uh, keep it, statistics it, 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 on. It, it, and you're it, saying gamble on wrong. Gamble on, yeah. <laughs> you're saying wager money on it wrong. <laughs> okay, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But I don't feel like it's gonna. it, it, it will take away from the game. I mean, we talk about all the time in Major League Baseball and the NBA, there are too many games, it's oversaturation, the the games don't matter in the regular season. I don't see that for the NFL. Even if they go to 18 games, it's still a very limited schedule. Every game matters. I felt the same way about college football as well for years. Whether it be 10 games, 11 games, 12 games, give me all of the football. If you can extend football season to as long as it appears that the NBA and the and Major League Baseball seasons are, can we have weeks off between games and then and then we can just eat up more of See, the and calendar? That go, and that goes to oversaturation. Of course it does. Half of the divisions last year were decided by two games or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I still want more football. The sports tag. Just a bit outside. All right, here's the 411, folks. Well, we talked about how bad the Houston Texans are. The Jacksonville Jaguars are not as bad. They're pretty close. But they're close. And they keep doing things that make us feel like, who's really got the reins of this thing? Are there any smart football people that are involved in anything anymore. Smart? No. Football people? No. Sure. You got I'm I'm gonna go with no. Really? Really? Not Urban Meyer and Charlie Strong, those are not football people to you? I want you to finish this finish this story and then ask me that question. <laughs> Urban Meyer and Charlie Strong both made an appearance on the AEW double or nothing pay per view. As they were, so they were having a match. Chris Jericho and Maxwell Jacob Friedman were at TIAA Bankfield for the stadium stampede match. And they're wrestling. That's the Jaguars field, by yes, the way. Yes. They are wrestling all over the stadium. And they worked themselves into the, to the, to the office of the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And oh, lo and behold, while the pay-per-view is going on, here's Urban Meyer and Charlie Strong. They're just breaking down film. They're just ready to just get grinding. the season going. Yeah. They're in the office at nine o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. This is how we're, uh, how we're going to make the culture change here in Jacksonville. I really State. wish they had just played a, a, a PSA for the Jacksonville Jaguars over top of that. Charlie Strong and, Char- and Urban Meyer are in their office during a wrestling pay-per-view <laughs> feel the jaguar fever <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, uh jericho and friedman wrestle their way into the head coach's office here are uh urban meyer and charlie strong sitting here engaged in what you can only imagine is a very tough pointed conversation about just how big of a an impact tim tebow is going to be on this team in 2021 and they just kind of sit back and watch him throw chairs around the office and then charlie strong starts throwing footballs to chris jericho who then turns and throws them at his opponent rendering him unconscious with every throw because chris jericho's got what the cannon of the kid from rookie of the year I have no idea. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then he hit him with a laptop. 
Oh, yeah, then he took Urban Meyer's laptop and smashed him over the head with that. you, You realize, guys, you're playing into this your franchise is a joke narrative. Making appearances on AEW, which is owned, by the way, by Chad Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, doesn't really send all feel-goody feelings, or shouldn't, to you anyone who's You couldn't possibly have team. watched that as a Jaguars fan and gone, yeah, I feel good about this. Yeah. Urban Meyer could have stepped out in a ringmaster outfit going, watch our offensive line form the human pyramid. I mean, he literally could have he could have stuck his head in the lion's mouth, and I would have been more impressed. It would have been less stupid to me. Yeah, name me the team in any pro sport that would ever do this, ever. No, I mean, no, it's no. a sideshow. You cannot possibly watch this and not go. This is a train wreck, right? You know, Urban, and that this is not even. I don't even care about this part, but I have to say it. Because the pro wrestling people were just livid. Mm-hmm. Did you see the picture they took? No. So apparently there's the, the I don't know how to pronounce that word. It starts with a K. Kayfabe? That one. Yeah. So apparently that is the pro wrestling term for when we're trying to make right. you believe this is right. real. It's the, it's the fake world. Kayfabe is the fake world that yeah. wrestling lives in, and you don't break that fourth wall. Yeah, and then Urban Meyer and Charlie Strong took a picture with everybody. And mm-hmm. posted it on social media. Mm-hmm. And and w- I, I had to comment this. You don't even do wrestling right. <laughs> You're, we're not supposed to know that. Right. It's like the magician looking at you going, she's tucked in the box. Mm-hmm. I cut it, but she's in the top part. Right. The legs are they are not real. <laughs> right. She's very bendy. Ugh. We all know how that. We all know how that trick gets pulled off nowadays but you're still not supposed to reveal how it works social media just and ruins something else and and that's and and that's how that's how people deal with professional wrestling yes hey, your story was something dumb yep mine might be dumber oh, do gosh. you know who luke akins is luke akins is is he on the the houston texans as well that's jordan akins oh, you're close okay no, Jordan Akins is, or Luke Akins, and now you got me something. <laughs> is a self-proclaimed daredevil. Okay. And he had to break his own world record over the weekend. Would Just, you like to guess what his world record was? His world record. Did he eat the most pistachio nuts with his nose? No. He jumped out of an airplane at 25,000 feet without a parachute. Well, that's dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. You know what's dumber? People were angry. There was a furor. On a uh, fury on uh, social media uh-huh. because he landed in a net. What did you think was going to happen? Did you think he was going to tuck and roll at the end of this? He fell five miles. That's just so sad. It's just so sad because the uh, the alternative to that was I was really hoping to watch this guy go splat and I didn't get to see it. To me, that's the warning sign of our our society. The, and I got this from Outkick. One of the comments literally said he jumped into a ginormous net parachute. I mean, it's cool, but super anticlimactic. That's a really nice way of saying, I thought he was going to pull off the landing. Right. Like he was just going to stick it and put his (laughs) arms up like, ta-da, look what I did. (laughs) I fell out of an airplane and didn't die. (laughs) I have spent three days with social media just going, oh, 
You know we can hear you, right? This is ridiculous. Ugh. The level of stupidity amongst people on social media is amazing to me. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to get into that. Oh, yeah. Have no fear. Oh, yeah. You've heard it on every other show. I promise right. you, you haven't heard my take on it. Right. This. After Sports Center at the top of the hour, we will talk about the stupid fans in the NBA. That oh, are... and I firmly believe there's a reason it's happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like today we, nothing has happened but confirming that. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Yeah, what did you want him to do? I, I'm, I'm just, I'm sharing the, okay, so I shared the video of Urban Meyer hitting somebody, or Urban Meyer's laptop hitting somebody in a pro wrestling event. Right. I also just shared the video of this, what can only be described as complete crazy person Absolutely. jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. You don't do that. Uh, n- no. <laughs> no. Just so you all I f- know. I feel like that is something that you learn very early on. Mm-hmm. If you're going to jump out of a perfectly good airplane, you should probably have a parachute. Indeed. If, like, even watching it is get. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Don't do no, that. Like, well, I can't stop it now. <laughs> Here's the thing. My computer got hung up because it, somebody just wants me to say, hey, this. Yeah. Yep. No. 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 Uh, jumping from 25,000 feet into a giant oh. net. Is... Oh, and they passed a bird on the way down. Tremendous. That makes it even better. <laughs> it I wasn't a real to... bird. I, nope. Fake bird. It was, it was a drone. Yep. Government was... surveillance bird. <laughs> Uh, today is June first in the NFL. Um, here, let's let's talk about these post June one moves. We know Julio Jones is gone from Atlanta. He's going to end up somewhere, possibly in the next twenty minutes. It could be announced that he is. Uh, it that, won't be that great. right. That that Atlanta has agreed to a deal to send him somewhere. Zach Ertz has been trying to get out of Philadelphia for uh, for ever. What seems like the you know uh, two years now. He is going to go somewhere. Post other post June one moves though that could happen. We think Deshaun Watson might happen. I'm still leery about whether or not a team's going to be able to pull the trigger on that, knowing that all this stuff is still hanging over his head. But that is that is, that is another point for another day. Who else could be moved? Aaron Rodgers. Stop that. <laughs> The post June one move. Stop that. It would it would save them some money. So would checking their couch cushions. I they're not doing that either. <laughs> this, this, people are still trying to shoehorn him into Denver. It's it's not going to happen. I, I, you know, and I really feel like sports books just sit around and laugh mm-hmm. because the Denver Broncos went from the longest of long shots. The odds go just through the roof when they start talking about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Nothing substantiated whatsoever. And people are betting it. Mm-hmm. Like, aggressively betting it. If there's an outside chance that I can get the Denver Broncos at what they're at right now, and I can drop some dollars on it and hope that Aaron Rodgers ends up there, I would like the chances of being able to cash in. If you've got the extra dough, why not throw... Because, a of because people with that much money don't throw it away at dumb things like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not the people they're preying on. The Denver Broncos are currently the ninth most likely team to win the Super Bowl. Let me say that one more time. They're the ninth most likely team to win the Super Bowl. They're not the ninth most likely team west of the Mississippi to win the Super Bowl. Yikes. Are there really that many? I can think of five <laughs> off the top of my head. 
uh, the NFC West by itself. Right. And the, I don't really know where the Mississippi River runs. Oh, my gosh. I know it goes <laughs> up and then it goes to the left. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I mean, does Kansas I mean, City fall in there? I mean, it goes from like, uh, yeah, that's west of the Mississippi. There's another one. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. I'm at six. It's like anything west of Memphis. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. But still, you look at the map and it gets pretty sparse out there. I mean, I'm at six already. So. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, the Denver Broncos, though, getting Aaron Rodgers, that would that would be a game changer. Not really. Really? Not really. I, I mean, would they be better? Yes. I mean, they're no doubt the second best team in that division after that. Uh-huh. They're still no doubt the second best team in that division. Well, clearly. I mean, they have Kansas City in that division. Yep. Just the amount of overreaction mm-hmm. makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to miss What's a that? lot? The first round of the NFL play- or the first round of the NBA playoffs. Why are you going to miss? Because it? it's been so good to me. It's just so easy to wager on the first round of the NBA playoffs. <laughs> are you saying it, it's going to get markedly harder after this? Oh, I mean, it's certainly not going to get easier. Well, I mean that, that's true. You don't have as many givens as you had in the first round. I mean, Philadelphia and Washington. Felt like that was a good one. Milwaukee and Miami, obviously, that was a no-brainer. Once you get into Milwaukee and Brooklyn, it gets it gets tighter. Philly, who I still expect they're going to win that series, going up against the Atlanta Hawks because the Knicks are done. I I I believe they are. They're done. You know, this morning I I, I was you know I like to poke Brian Haynes, who is uh, you know our third man on the Sportsocracy Morning Show weekday mornings at nine a.m. on YouTube. You can see us live every weekday morning in the Wicked Weed Studio. Check him out at wickedweedbrewing.com. Wicked Weed Brewing, drink different. I like to poke him about his New York Knicks, but. And he was saying, oh, you know, maybe game five can be different going back to Madison Square Garden and, you know, the garden's going to be hype. I don't know about all that. To me, I, I don't York, know about that at to all. To me, New York Knicks fans are fickle. the most dejected. They're very fickle. Right. Right. And they get very dejected when they're up against it. And I think the feeling amongst them right now is we're done. How many articles have I seen today, not only on ESPN, but all the other sports websites? The New York Post has had stories today about uh, moving on. What's next for the New York Knicks? Sports Illustrated was another one. I saw one on there, too. There is nowhere for the New York Knicks to go now. I mean, I feel like everybody sees the signs that the Knicks are not coming back in this series. So I don't know what kind of a raucous atmosphere you're going to have for Game 5 between the Knicks and the Hawks. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be diminished from what it was the other night. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Because they're just... It's, uh, and then you got Clint Capella that's just poking the bear. Oh, yes. Clint Capella. Oh, we're going to send you on vacation. Uh-huh. I mean, it's... It, he says, you, you want to talk all tough, and you want to get physical with us, we can get physical right back with you. And I think Clint Capella can pay off on that promise. There's no doubt about it. Three games in the NBA tonight. Green on green is coming up next. Stick with us right here on ESPN Asheville. 
Here in Beer City, we take homegrown seriously. And since 2012, Wicked Weed Brewing has been pushing the boundaries of the industry. They've not only created staples like the Freak of Nature Double IPA, Lieutenant Dank, and Pernicious, but they also opened the first sour beer tap room on the East Coast. Wicked Weed has also supported our local community to the tune of $1.6 million with the Beers That Build program. Visit one of their four locations, schedule a brewery tour, a place in order for pickup or delivery. WickedWeedBrewing.com Coffee's the closers, homie. Get him the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the money. Fresh off a 10-6 week last week, 28-17 in the last 30 days. That's not bad. That's pretty good against the spread. We got three games in the NBA tonight. The first one, the Boston Celtics are a 12-and-a-half point favorite at, or dog, not favorite, at the Brooklyn Nets tonight. I wouldn't care if this was 22-and-a-half. They are going to get run off the floor. Yeah. You got one, and that one was cute, and that was sweet. They are going to get annihilated by the by the Nets tonight, especially with everything that went on. This is going to be mm-hmm. bad. One of my favorite bets of the night is total points plus threes for the big three for the Nets. It's 90. I would take the over if it was 100. Really? I would. They are going to throttle the Celtics. Give me Brooklyn minus the 12 and a half. The L.A. Lakers are a five-point dog tonight at the Phoenix Suns. I think Phoenix is going to win this game, Mm -hmm. and I think they're going to win it aggressively if there's no Anthony Davis. I'm assuming he's not going to play. I think that's why they've been quiet and they've been so coy, and I just don't think he's going to play. Between the knee, the groin, all of the things, I don't see Anthony Davis playing. I think the the Suns are going to win this game, and we hope that Anthony Davis is ready for Thursday. Because if he's not, this is going to be six and out, and you're going to lose on your home floor. Yep. Without him, I don't think they can win this series. Give me the Suns minus the five. Finally, my 2021 NBA champion, Denver Nuggets, <sighs> 14 wins away, and they're going to get the third one tonight. Uh, they're a two-point favorite against the, the Portland Trailblazers. I understand it didn't go well. I think they got caught a little off guard. That's not going to happen again. Nicole Jokic's going to have a big game. Aaron Gordon's going to have a big game. Give me my nuggets minus the two, and I'll take over the 226. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. Have you nailed one of the uh, Phoenix LA games yet? Against the number? Yeah. Yes. Okay. The first one. The (laughs) game. <laughs> All right. I had six losses last week. Three of them were the Suns. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I agree with you though. Without Anthony Davis, it doesn't look good. Markeith Morris, he's all excited. He's he's gonna he's he's getting some opportunity. Apparently, he, he's doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really doesn't really fill in the gaps, does he? No, not so much. Not only against the number has Jeremy been very good, but he has been on a tear on Monkey Knife Fight. Go to monkeyknifefight.com today. Set yourself up an account for daily fantasy sports props. Whole lot of fun and a whole lot of money to be made on these games. Monkeyknifefight.com. When you create your account and make your initial investment, monkeyknifefight.com will match it up to $50 as well as give you a $5 free play if you use our promo code TANK. T-A-N-K. What is tonight's free money game? I, I'm sticking with the model that uh, uh, Kevin Vick, the one that our, our bell is named after, yeah. uh, said in the sportsocracy this morning, last week I took his $10 investment and turned it into $80 just by playing my plays on monkeyknifefight.com. Nice. 
I am playing the more or less 3.6x multiplier between the Portland Trailblazers and my NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. I will take more than 32.5 points for Damian Lillard. I will take more than 31.5 for Nikola Jokic. They have made it very clear. They will let Nikola Jokic do whatever he wants to do because they mm-hmm. can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard, he's just such a volume shooter. He's going to shoot. And he, let's be really honest, he's not been real efficient. No. But he never is. I mean, I was going to say, is he ever really efficient? I could see him having a lot of points tonight. So you're taking the over on Nikola and Damian, and that'll turn your money into what? That'll take your $5 uh, buy-in and turn it into an $18 prize. Okay, there you go. MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Don't forget to use the promo code TANK. Let's T-A-N-K. Be, let's be real honest. I don't see a path that Nikola Jokic leads the Nuggets again with 16 points. I don't look for that to happen. No. I also don't look for Norman Powell to score 29. Probably not I sustainable. I think that's a pretty safe bet to assume he's not going to. <laughs> All right, Sports Center is coming up next. After Sports Center, we will get into the talk of the week. As everybody's talking about dumb fans doing dumb things at NBA arenas, it continues to happen. It continues to get headlines, which is why it continues to happen. That's my belief. We'll get into it up next right here on ESPN Asheville. You're in the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. This is the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. You look at my numbers, I'm I'm balling. Beer City's best sports talk is on the air. Get involved. Call 252-4348. Tweet the show at Sports Tank ESPN. The Sports Tank. Come get you some of this. Can't wait. You're in the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, live in the Ingalls studio here on 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It is ESPN Asheville. And this hour of the program brought to you by Wicked Weed Brewing. Check out our friends at wickedweedbrewing.com. Wicked Weed Brewing, drink different. Uh, I, I, you know, I got a feeling that there has been a lot of beer at the center of these fan incidents in the NBA. I'm just going out on a limb here. Just saying when you get 20 uh you know 20 year old 30 year old people into a stadium for the first time in a long time, give them some booze, things tend to go poorly. At least for some. These have been isolated incidents, but they keep happening. Ever since Russell Westbrook got popcorn thrown on him late last week, or middle of last week, mm-hmm. there has been an incident, it seems like, at every game in the NBA. It went Russell Westbrook with the popcorn. Same night, uh, somebody spit on Trey Young at the New York Knicks game. Uh, there was the next night, I believe it was, uh, some jazz fans got thrown out for hurling racist remarks at, uh, the family of John Morant. Then the water bottle incident over the weekend with Kyrie Irving, the Celtics fan got arrested, 21 year old dude who's just made a dumb decision. The question everybody faces the, has for themselves is, and for the league is, when does this stop? When the league actually stops it. And how do they do that? Uh, this is not that difficult. It, it's really not. 
Now, in terms of fans yelling things, mm-hmm. that's happened forever. Yes. This is not new. Mm-hmm. Is it despicable? Absolutely. You can't stop it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but fans are going to say things. There is a percentage of the world that are just not good human beings. Mm-hmm. Some of those are going to end up in NBA arenas. If you want to stop that, you're going to have to get fans away from players, and that's never going to happen ever because you can charge more money for the seats mm-hmm. for the seats that are on the floor. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get into the, the, the Kyrie water bottle thing. Okay. What did you think was going to happen? You played in Boston. These people already don't like you. Mm-hmm. Then you basically call them all the worst fans in the world. Mm-hmm. And you say that you're coming in to, I, I don't remember the exact quote. He wanted to, he, he said he wanted to come in and focus on basketball rather than having the subtle racism being thrown out by Boston fans that has been reported in every sport years past. And I've never been in the garden. I can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. But you say that. So you're basically calling them racist. Yeah. Off the jump. Mm-hmm. Then you come into the garden and you stomp on the logo. What did you think was going to happen? Right. Would you think they were going to throw you a party? Mm-hmm. If you want, if if you want to play the bad guy, of which I'm on record as saying Kyrie Irving is the most thin-skinned human in the history of time. Him and they're almost close with him and Durant. I was about to say there's two of them <laughs> on the same team. They can dish it. They cannot take it. Right now, what the fan did? Awful. Ban him forever. Mm-hmm. If you throw a full water bottle at somebody, you're a despicable right. human being. I don't even see how that's how that's possible anymore. Uh, I feel like years ago, didn't they switch over to taking all of the bottle caps and things from fans when you when they gave you a drink at the concessions? Maybe I, I don't know. Right. I, I, I mean, I I just remember that happening to me. I think it was at Bank of America Stadium one year. I ordered a soda and they came in twenty ounce bottles and they took the cap. I was like, "Can I have that, please?" And they're like, "No." Because we don't want you to throw, you know, throw a full water bottle. At I'm going to say the same thing I said in the sportsocracy this morning. Live 9 a.m. YouTube. Find us at the sportsocracy. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily play the good guy role on this show. No, I'm very honest. I'm very to the point. Mm-hmm. I've had people say things to me. I've had things in my Twitter mentions. I've had to explain how obscenities are spelled to certain people. Very few. Mm-hmm. There's a few. Mm-hmm. That happens when you're the bad guy. I'm very much the bad guy in this relationship. Absolutely. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the jerk. Mm-hmm. Fits my personality, all of those things. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you know not everybody's going to have the most warm and fuzzy reaction to you. Now, should people be allowed to throw water bottles? No, I'm not saying that under any circumstances. What I'm saying is is that what I said when the Russell Westbrook thing happened and it literally it's on tape. It's not hard to find. You can find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. When they made the deal about the popcorn being thrown on Russell Westbrook, I said verbatim, you made this a deal. You put this kid on social media. You put his face out there. Mm-hmm. I saw it 500 times. Mm-hmm. And I verbatim said, you watch, this is going to keep happening. Yep. Then Stephen A. Smith comes out today and goes, good. Put the kid's face everywhere. Make him famous. No. That's the last thing you do. Exactly. You're giving these people what they want. Mm -hmm. It's their 15 minutes of fame. If we've learned anything, how many stories have I told on this show over the year and a half we've done this of people that have plunged to their death or done something dumb because they were on Instagram Live or on TikTok or whatever the case may be? 
we've made social media fame a thing. Mm -hmm. We have the Paul brothers fighting Tyron Woodley and and (laughs) Floyd Mayweather. Right. We've made social media stardom a thing. Mm -hmm. And people keep doing things because they think they're going to become a social media star. And you know what? What I'm getting ready to say, some people are not going to like how I say this. There's a percentage of people that are just flat out dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid that threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving, that's one of them. And you're getting ready to learn the hard way. Cause you got, literally there's an assault charge, assault with a deadly weapon charge mm-hmm. on this 21 year old kid. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to put security at every spot that they can access a player, you're not going to stop this. You're not. You, you have, you have taken the toothpaste out of the tube. Right. Do you remember for the longest time we never saw what a streaker looked like? Mm-hmm. If a streaker ran on the field, what did they do? They showed uh, the announced team. Right. And, and they, they didn't, didn't show you, and right. they didn't even acknowledge what was happening. Right. Why? Because you don't reward bad behavior. Mm-hmm. It's just like the kid that throws a tantrum. You don't give the kid what he wants. You don't give him the attention that they want. Right. You just go, you let me know when you're done. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not how everybody handles things, but you know, you take that for what it's worth. It's, it's this misguided thought that, oh, well, if we all just point to them and say, this is the bad guy, that they'll feel ashamed and they'll crawl into their hidey hole and disappear forever. That's not how this works anymore. I have heard it again, and I heard Adam Gold talking about it before we came on here. He said pretty much the same thing Stephen A. Smith said. Well, it's good that their face is out there and that we could all recognize these people. And, and Adam used the, the, the case of, well, if this guy has a job, you know, then his employer's going to see that and that's going to affect his, his employment and all of that. I mean, I understand where you're trying to go with this, but, but that's not how it but works. There is no, there is no such thing. As bad publicity anymore. No. Because everybody who's in this social media generation, they all believe that any publicity is good publicity. Make me trim. Right. My face is out there. People are talking about me. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Cole Buckley, his name was trending on Twitter at some point. And he could look at that from his tiny little jail cell, if he even went to jail, and go, and go, look, I'm on Twitter. My name's on Twitter. I'm famous now. And here's it doesn't matter that half the population looks at you and go, dude, you're a dumbass. No, it doesn't matter. And, and here's the thing. It's not just happening in arenas. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Southwest and American Airlines? No. They had to suspend alcohol services on flights because people kept trying to fight flight attendants. I saw one I of the videos. I want you to think about what I just said. Mm-hmm. You're on an airplane with a air marshal that can arrest you on the plane Mm -hmm. and you're fighting flight attendants and and i'm not saying that the two things are congruent but they're not completely different either Mm -hmm. people have an entitlement they think oh i buy a ticket on an airplane or i buy a ticket to a basketball game and i can do whatever i want Mm -hmm. if you don't punish these people and and i'll be honest with you i'm not gonna tell you i have the answer i can tell you what the answer is not the answer is not to brandish these people on Twitter and go, no. hey, look what this guy did. And it's what I said with the popcorn thing. And I got a bunch of backlash because I, it, it, people made it sound like I was saying it was okay to throw popcorn at a basketball player. No, that's not what I said. What I said was is that you kept putting this kid's face everywhere. Twenty, mm-hmm. I think he was 24 years old. Mm-hmm. You put his face everywhere. I can tell you to the color of his shoelaces what he was wearing because there were so many pictures. The one that threw water on Kyrie Irving, what was he doing? Did you notice when he got arrested what he was doing? No. He was on TikTok. Was he? Recording it. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet you, just bet, 
that that video probably got a whole mess of views. Mm-hmm. If you'll stop consuming it, I'm not going to say it's going to stop because there's always going to be a percentage of people that are just going to do dumb things. Yeah. If you stop giving these people their five minutes of fame or their 10 or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I think it will slow down. And that was what I said about Westbrook with popcorn. He loses his mind and starts talking about fighting fans. What did you do? You basically just gave the the meatball that's going to throw popcorn or a water bottle or whatever the case may be. You just gave them an outlet. Yeah. You got under their skin. Mm-hmm. Because we live in this troll generation. And trust me, if you don't believe me, go to our YouTube page. Just read through some of the comments. It is unbelievable what people will say to people that they do not know. Mm-hmm. It's mind-boggling to me. And now you give people this, and it's all about access. See, this is what this is what we've been doing in sports forever. Mm-hmm. We put cameras in locker rooms. We've got cameras in huddles because everything has to be all access. Yep. And now people feel like they're ingrained into the game because you see all of these things. You talk to these people on Twitter, so you think you're involved. You're not. Mm-hmm. This is th- th- these are guys working. This would be basically what happened to Kyrie Irving would be like somebody coming to your job. Not liking how you did your job and throwing a water bottle at you. Yeah. Do you see how stupid that sounds? Mm-hmm. It'd be like somebody opening the studio door and just chucking a water bottle at us. <laughs> if there wasn't so much equipment here, I feel like somebody in this building would do that. They just heard me say that. <laughs> but, I mean, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. And at some point you have to, and I know the old saying is you can never put the toothpaste back in the tube. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not that. You have to figure out what it is that you're giving these people that they're continuing to do it. This has been the narrative of the playoffs for a week. Mm -hmm. There are people that have absolutely no idea. And and you know how I know this? Because I checked the Twitter comments. There were people commenting on the kid throwing the water bottle that didn't know the score of the game. Mm -hmm. They didn't even know who won the game. Because there were a series of them talking about this being the game clinching for, for the Nets. Well, here's the thing. They lost. You didn't even know that. You're right. commenting on this event that they're making the narrative. Mm-hmm. We have to get back to the point where the streaker runs on the field and we go to Jim Nance and Tony Romo and they yuck it up for a minute yep. until security tackles this guy. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest with you, that's not a deterrent either. Because there were a series of meatballs in the comments of, of the, the uh, Wizards and Sixers talking about how, oh, all that guy got was tackled. Uh, yeah, he got tackled by a very large security guard mm-hmm. and then was escorted directly to jail. Yes. He went full-on Monopoly man. Do not collect $200. Go directly to but jail. But did you see what happened when they got him up? When the, when, the, when the security guard gets it, so the guy runs in at a full sprint, apparently from a section away. He just takes off in a full sprint to get onto the court and slap the backboard. And then I guess his plan was to just run away unabated. Well, guess what? After he got onto the court and touched the backboard, old security guard comes in, tackles him by the legs, gets him up in a full Nelson, and escorts him off. Did you see his reaction while in the full Nelson? He's pointing up at the sky and raising his hand like, yeah, I did it! I got on the court! Idiot! He's a complete and utter idiot. And this is what we, this is what we have to stop feeding into. Mm-hmm. We got because to stop. Because if you don't, somebody's going to get hurt. Exactly. Because somewhere there is a, a, a Looney Tune that's not trying to just throw a water bottle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we saw this many, many years ago. I mean, we, we actually mentioned this in the sportsocracy mm-hmm. this morning. Monica Sellis got stabbed mm-hmm. on the side of a, of a tennis court. Mm-hmm. That's the reason that fans are not so close to tennis players anymore. At some point, you have to go, the bottom line doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. 
We have to find a way to stop escalating this. Because in a week, it went from a bag of popcorn to a water bottle. Well, that's an acceleration. Mm -hmm. And if you're not careful, that's going to keep happening. But everybody is stuck on this social media game. And trending. Everybody's about trending and going viral. And yeah, that can help your business great. But I honestly feel like that's why we have seen more coverage of this stuff. As you said, years ago, you wouldn't have seen the streaker. You wouldn't see any of that. Something happened in the last two or three years. I wouldn't even say that long. I would say the last two years. So we had, before the COVID breakdown, it started with that season maybe the end of 2019 early 2020 is when we started seeing tv cover this remember we had the kevin harlan thing the streaker at the football game and kevin harlan did the great uh call of you know pull your pants up and be a man it was hilarious at the time but now you think back on it and we're seeing more and more and more of this why because they're getting the attention that they deserve, or the, the, the attention that they seek, not the attention they deserve, sorry. They, they're, they're getting the attention that they seek. Any publicity is good publicity for them. It doesn't in matter. In people's minds. Right, in your mind. It, it, it doesn't matter if you're trending for the right reasons or for the wrong reasons, as long as you're trending. And I think maybe that's something that happened at the networks, too. And the network saw, if we get this footage, we'll be able to have the clip to put it online to go viral, and that'll get you know social media hits up and all of this kind of stuff. I feel like that's why we've seen this. That's why we've seen play-by-plays for the last two years of streakers and people doing dumb stuff and whatever it, whatever it be. You're giving these people more attention and it's breeding more and more and more of these fan interactions. If somebody sees that they can get on television by doing something dumb, then they're going to do it. You can't expect a drunk 21-year-old not to take advantage of that. I mean, I mean you should, but you, you can't. That's the problem. I think it's just it's a dangerous position that they find themselves in. But you it, have to do something about it. Absolutely. You have to do something about it, but I think the first thing you have to do is stop drawing attention to what's happening. That and that's my stance mm-hmm. is that you you have made this the narrative. Mm-hmm. That's what I tried to say, mm-hmm. and now we're here. Now we have barely had a game that hasn't had some interaction. Mm-hmm. And I do side with uh, Kevin Garnett of what did you expect was going to happen, Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie deserves some blame in all this as well. The stomping on the logo thing, he's inciting. Well, and, and my, uh, and my somebody needs to have a talk with him about well, it. And that's, and that's kind of what I was saying mm-hmm. is, you know, if, if you want to be the bad guy, just understand there are things that come with the bad guy. I mm-hmm. can tell you, and I don't have the level of notoriety that Kyrie Irving does, but, you know, we're, we're in our, we, we have our ESPN show. People know who we are. Mm-hmm. And people, for, you know, better or worse, they know who we are. <laughs> and, right. and I'm the bad guy. So there are people that, I mean, I've had things yelled at me. Most of them very very positive, very friendly, joking. And then there's been a couple that haven't been as nice and joking and mm-hmm. telling me to do things that are not <clears throat> humanly possible. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's part of it. You have to know that going in. Yeah. If you're going to be the honest guy, if you're going to be the bad guy, quote unquote, you know, to use the old Razor Ramon line, mm-hmm. if you're going to be that, you have to know that there's going to be some backlash of that. 
Now, this went over the top, and the NBA has to do something about it. What mm-hmm. that is, I have no idea. And I'm very glad I'm not the one that has to come up with that solution because I don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is either, but I think... I think not I think publicizing these people mm-hmm. and not putting their names in these AP stories and things mm-hmm. like that, I think that's a start at yep. the worst. Yep, and I think every arena needs to start refiguring what their security looks like. Because I'll be honest with you, after seeing the footage of the kid running on the court during the Washington Wizards game last night. Was that last night? Yeah, that was last night. Uh, why? How did that happen? How did how did somebody run a beeline out of the stands and get to the court? You feel like there should be some security there to stop him. But they couldn't do it until he was already on the court. And by that point you're in the middle of the play and there's no way to there's no way to turn the camera off. You got to stop publicizing it. Any publicity in this social media age, they see it as good publicity. I don't know where it stops, but the NBA has to do something. You're in the sports tank with Jeremy Green here on ESPN Asheville. You're in the sports tank. Who are we going to cheer for on Sundays now? Nobody! It's ESPN Asheville. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. And breaking news? What? We do have breaking news. And it has to do with your college football team. Ooh! Who's going to break the news? 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 Uh, This is from a lot of blue check marks on Twitter. Uh, uh-huh. There's so many of them, and I don't know which one was first, so okay. I'm just going to say there's a lot of them. As sources say. Former LSU tight end Eric Gilbert is headed to Georgia. Yes. Uh, also, defensive back Darian Kendrick also like headed to Georgia. I like that a lot. I mean, this was the guy who was supposed to take over for Kyle Pitts. Uh, yes, and he is making one heck of a run through the SEC. Mm-hmm. Because he's been a member of LSU, committed to Florida, and now he's at Georgia. <laughs> and he was rumored to be headed to Tennessee as as recently as this is over the weekend. And hopefully this will be his uh, final landing spot here for the uh for the upcoming college football season. That's a whale of two additions for your Bulldogs in, in a 5-minute period. It is. I love it. And uh, you know, this just bolsters that JT Daniels for Heisman race even though he's going to lose out to Sam Howell. Yeah, you have added LSU tight end Eric Gilbert who will be coming in as an athlete, not as a tight end. Okay. I do not know what that means, but I've seen that reported multiple times. Uh, he was former five-star recruit, 2019 Georgia Gatorade High School Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. You also added Clemson defensive back Darian Kendrick, former five-star recruit and two-year starter at Clemson. I've never understood the athlete tag. Uh, it means I don't know what position you play. <laughs> right, but we know he's a tight end. Uh, and, well, it's strange that he's coming in as an athlete. Right. It means he thinks he can. It means but somebody he's thinks quarterback. he can. No, I don't know what he's going to play. If you want me to be honest, if it's not tight end, I'm lost. <laughs> he's six six two sixty. He's a tight end. Maybe you know he's got the speed to be able to split out wide as well. That could be possibly. a possibility. There's a lot of there's a lot of young receivers on that team, and this is just going to make that Georgia passing offense a little bit better. I like that breaking news. Bring me more breaking news like that. 
Uh, we, we might have Julio Jones breaking news before it's all said and done. Uh, we could very well. Today is, uh, is June 1st, and the new year, new league year in the NFL started about 28 minutes ago. So we could hear an announcement at any time of Julio Jones finding a new home. I don't look for it to happen that quickly, but no. I can see it happening very fast. It is going to happen in very short order. There is no real doubt about that. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Jeremy loves to be outdoors. In case you're just tuning into the program, you're just getting familiar with this, Jeremy loves everything outdoors. Like, if it has to do with, you know, gardening or landscaping or any of that, Jeremy, is he's all about it. That is what a lie sounds like. <laughs> Jeremy doesn't do anything outdoors. He doesn't do anything outdoors, um, but he might if you were just to open your mind and and see what kind of a you know what kind of what what kind of a joy you could have outdoors while you're gardening. A new study from Lawn Starter, a lawn care service provider, has ranked the top cities in the country. For gardening in your birthday suit. Apparently, this is a thing. Like, people Out. like to garden in the nude. Out. And, the, yeah, yeah. The, apparently, there is a uh, World Naked Gardening Day. Is there just an everything day? I, I think there is. Uh, it was on May the 7th, by the way, so you missed it. But mark that on your calendar for next year. We can all remember to go garden in our birthday suits, I guess, if you choose to. However, you might want to check the statutes in your local neighborhood. Anywho, Lawn Starter ranked the cities by calculating a series of factors, ranging from a place uh, from a place's nudist friendliest to weather and safety. So Miami, apparently, that's the top spot. That's the top spot for naked like there's gardening. There's a lot of sun there. That's just asking for an uncomfortable couple of days. All of these seem like risks. You have Miami, Austin, Texas, which also obviously, hot. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's you know, Asheville is often you know compared to Austin. Portland, Oregon's on this list as well. Very progressive places. They don't say much when you're out, you know, pruning the hedges in the nude. Atlanta is fourth on this list. That surprises me. And I I wouldn't expect that. I would think that you might get in some trouble down there. Although it is just otherworldly hot. So, I mean, I guess I... <laughs> it's, uh, also on the list, Seattle. You get some cool breezes. You like gardening in the nude in the rain. Yeah, be, it's always raining. I'm, be I'm, fine. I'm out. Anaheim, California, Orlando, Florida, Riverside, California, Irvine, California, and Santa Ana, California. Those are all the top spots for nude gardening in America, apparently. So if that's high on your list, you may want to consider a move to those cities. Uh, all right, I've got two stories. One of them's a very short aside solely because it is uh, something that I say quite often. Okay. One of my favorite sayings is if you hear hoofbeats, it makes much more sense to assume horses than zebras. Yes. Uh, police in Tennessee released body camera footage from a three-hour chase of a zebra that escaped from an exotic animal auction. Mm. The Cookville Police Department released body camera footage Sunday from the chase that ensued on May 7th when a zebra was spotted wandering near Prescott South Middle School. 
Uh, apparently, zebras are legal to own in Tennessee, and mm-hmm. they are considered like horses. Hmm. That was my first little aside. I had to tell that because, well, it's a story about zebras. Yeah. There is a plague that has descended upon Australia. Mice. They apparently have an unprecedented plague of ravenous, destructive mice. Hmm. And it's so bad that they're saying it will cost one billion Australian dollars in the loss of crops this year. Yikes. That's 775 million American dollars. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's so bad that the state government has ordered 5,000 liters, 1,320 gallons, of the banned poison bromodialone okay. from India. Apparently, this is the only thing they think they can actually contain all of these mice. Some of these pictures are insane. Like, the, the ground is just moving with mice. Ugh. It is insanity. Critics no, of this you. idea fear that the poison will kill not only the mice, but also the animals that feed on them, including eagles and family pets. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just go out and get a whole bunch of cats like Detroit did? Well, because then you have a bunch of cats, <laughs> and and you just and see that's just pushing the problem down the line. Well, see, no, you do like Detroit did, and you 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 fix all the cats, you spay them and neuter them so they can't reproduce, and then you just let them loose and let them go get the. But see, they dingoes just, dingoes don't eat uh, mice. But see, then you have the problem of all the cats. Yeah, but they'll die eventually. Well, that's a morbid way of looking at that. Well, I mean, that's why you spay and neuter them so they can't reproduce. You just turn little cats loose. You let them kill all the mice, and then psh. that would be at Sports Tank ESPN. At some point, they're all gone. Not at Jay Green and ESPN. My idea is you blame the city of Detroit for their big push. We did that story not too long ago, right here in the weird news section. Uh, I'm sharing this on my Twitter at Jay Green ESPN. It is if you don't like rodents, I uh-huh. probably wouldn't check this one out. Okay. But you can see the video of police chasing down a zebra, which is mm-hmm. kind of comical. <laughs> uh, Major League Baseball is facing a $100 million federal lawsuit, all stemming from their decision to pull the All-Star game out of Georgia. It was reported today that um, Job Creators Network, which is a conservative group, um, Based out of New York, they have filed a $100 million lawsuit in the federal court in New York because of the loss in revenue that businesses are going to see because of Major League Baseball's decision to pull the game out of Georgia after they signed their new voting bill into law that required IDs to vote. They pulled it out. Um, we're not getting into the legislation. We're not having that discussion. All I'm saying is this group wants $100 million in damages, and the punitive damages, $1 billion. Now, they're never going to get all this money. I don't think. Mm, I don't know. But what they're saying is that Major League Baseball uh, was basically in breach of contract because there were all these ancillary contracts that were set up with small businesses in the Atlanta area relating to the All-Star game. And so they apparently feel that they have case after case after case of where the of where Major League Baseball is in breach of contract. And not only do they want the 100 million dollars in uh damages, uh but they also want the game moved back. Now that's not going to happen with the game just being a month away. It'll be one of those things like Charlotte 
where they bring it back two years from now, three years from now, whatever, they'll, you know, give you a solid on the back end. I think that's a lot of money. Hundred million dollars for Major League Baseball. We'll we'll continue to follow that story. Um, but yeah, big lawsuit being filed against Major League Baseball. Coming up in the NBA tonight, uh where where do you where do you when you look at the NBA right now, you look at the playoffs as they sit, we pretty much know who's gonna be in the next round, except for two series, in my opinion. We still don't know about the Los Angeles Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. We still don't know about the Clippers and the Mavs. Those are the two series that surprised me over the weekend, or I guess were the biggest surprises of being 2-2 series. I thought the Clippers were doomed. I did too. No, they're not. They won two games on the road, which I did not think was possible. <laughs> right. But does it, I mean, how much does it matter? In in terms of the series? In terms of just the outlay of how this is going to go down. Zero? I mean, you see the Clippers Clippers move on to the next round. You think they're just going to get demolished by the Utah Jazz. Absolutely Mm -hmm. just smoked. I mean, it's it's hard to disagree with the way the Jazz are playing with Donovan Mitchell back on the floor. That there's going to be anybody that beats them. And I'm really looking forward to if your uh, 2021 NBA champion Denver Nuggets get out of this first round series with the Portland Trailblazers, which I believe they will. I do too. I think them in Utah, that'll be a heck of a series. Well, that if would, it comes down to well, that. That would be in the Western Conference Finals. Exactly. I would sign up for that right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would be fun to watch. Now the ratings would be dreadful. Yeah, that is two small market teams. Yeah, that, that Adam Silver is currently having nightmares that that is exactly how this goes. Well, I think and that we, somehow the Hawks managed to beat Philadelphia. I think we all understand that's a real possibility. Oh, it's it certainly is that you're going to end up with. I mean, your only saving graces right now are the L.A. teams. And there's not a whole lot of hope for either of them. The Lakers, I'm I'm sorry, but without Anthony Davis, there's no shot that they are going to finish off this series and win. I mean, I'm the I'm probably one of the biggest LeBron James apologists that that you know. And I still don't think LeBron James can handle this on his own. I don't see any path for it. And I don't think Anthony Davis is going to play tonight. I'll be surprised if he plays Thursday. And if that's the case, and Chris Paul is healthy, this series is done in two games. And you got Phoenix moving on to take on Denver. Woo! That's ratings gold. Now, it's going to be phenomenal for basketball fans. True basketball fans, I think, will be locked into that series. As they would be with the Jazz and the, and the Mavericks. But those aren't really what uh, ratings generators. What game was Friday? Friday at eight thirty. That was the uh, was, there was a primetime game, and now Friday is ratings not great mm-hmm. anyway. Friday at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. I think that was the Hawks Knicks game. 
entirely possible. That sounds that sounds right because the Clippers Mavericks started after that. Mm-hmm. It got a point six, a point six, a point six, two million viewers total. Mm. Ooh, that is not good. I mean, just looking at what you got going forward, there's not really a whole lot of. There's not a whole lot of ways this could go the right way mm-hmm. for the NBA. The Knicks getting put out early, that's not good for the league. The Atlanta, Celtics getting pulled out early. Well, there was never really much of a belief in the Celtics. So I I, I don't... No, but that's still a big market that yeah, they like to have. I mean, I don't disagree with you. They, they would... I just see this being rated terribly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Utah's a small market. Phoenix is a small market. Denver's a small market. Right. I mean, anytime you, you if you placed a blank sheet of paper in front of uh, in front of Adam Silver and said, not knowing anything about the teams, give me your list of teams that you would hope to have in the NBA Finals or in the NBA playoffs to have the most amazing ratings you've ever had. There's probably six teams on this list that he would never put down. I'll go one step further than that. If you gave it, if you said pick the eight that would be the absolute nightmare scenario, there's a possibility you're going to have five of them left because Utah would be one, Phoenix yeah. would be one, yeah. Denver would be one. Mm-hmm. I would say Atlanta is probably one, and the Bucks might be one. The, Milwaukee's gotten a little better with Giannis, but it's still not a huge ratings draw. No. I mean, this is just this is the worst case scenario. Yeah. If you gave them the choice of Celtics or Bucks, not knowing anything about the teams, who would you rather have in the playoffs? Oh, it's Celtics. Celtics not are not even close. And the bad thing is, I don't think any of these are going to be overly interesting series. Really? Oh, well, Philadelphia's Philadelphia Atlanta. That's mm-hmm. four and done. They might wind up with a fifth game, just like Washington just did. If if Embiid doesn't play, yeah, I think that game, I think that series would be a lot closer if Embiid does not play. But I don't think that's, I don't think that's on the table. No, I'm not afraid that he's not going to play. And maybe I'm looking at that the wrong way. But everything I've heard is, if this was a game seven, he would be ready to play in a couple days. Right. I mean, that's not an intriguing series. I think the Nets would absolutely walk the Bucks. And then I think the Jazz would destroy the Clippers. Then you've got the one series you got that might be close is going to be Suns or Lakers against the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a Nuggets fan, and I even look at that and go, whoa. Right. Is this the year, though? Is this the year that the Utah Jazz can win an NBA title? I think it's possible. I think we need to start coming to grips with that. We well, Vegas is trying to tell you that they are. Mm-hmm. They are a realistic threat. Philadelphia 76ers, Utah Jazz in the finals. I think it would be a phenomenal series. I have the current list of, of finals odds. Okay. The Nets are one at plus 190. Okay. The Jazz are two at plus five twenty five. The Bucks are three at plus five seventy five. The two LA teams for the fourth and fifth. Mm-hmm. If, superstars, superstars mean a lot. If you want to set money on fire, uh, then that is a phenomenal bet. <laughs> just, just throw this out there. Not telling you to do it. Not telling you not to do it. Uh huh. 
you can have my 2021 NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. Plus 1,000. Plus 4,000. Plus 4,000. Plus 4,000. Well, I mean, that is a little bit of a game changer. Plus 4,000. Mm-hmm. 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 I like those odds. You got an outside chance. It's not a good chance. But it's not a good chance. But it's an outside chance of making some money there. Oh, if I wind up being right about that. <laughs> Ooh, you better hope I take a vacation. <laughs> I will be insufferable. It's not going to happen. Because you've already built up in your mind of of how insufferable I have been since the Super Bowl. Oh, but that would be the most poetic thing ever. Your Bucks win a Super Bowl. You drive me absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And my adopted Denver Nuggets win a title the first year that I really even care. Yeah. Oh, and I would be so much worse. A hundred percent. I mean, I keep saying this, you know, uh, I really hope you get to enjoy this at some point. I'm lying when I say that. I hope you know that. Like, fan to fan, sure, I would like to see that. I just kind of hope I'm not around for it. And seeing as how we're business partners and we foresee this thing lasting for a while, um, I hope you don't get to spike the football on this one for a while. I will come in dressed as Rocky the Mountain Lion. We know. That will happen. <laughs> Speaking of that, if you know anywhere that I could order a Rocky the Mountain Lion costume. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's easily obtained. Oh, I disagree with you. Really? I feel like there is there is no doubt I can find a way to do that. I don't think you can find a cheap one. That's for I certain. Who said anything about cheap? Oh, really? You're going to spend my, like if my $2,500 on a costume? If if my team wins a wins an NBA title? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think you should just root for the Jets to win. That would be oh, easier. Wow. You can actually buy mascot costumes. I did not know Can that. you really? Yep. From the like NBA shop? Nope. This is I don't know what this is, but yep. Are they like legit copies of pro mascots? That's what it looks like. Really? Now I need a Ooh. price check on Captain Fear. Ooh. Only the only problem is that the double XL is meant for people that are three inches shorter than I am. Uh-huh. So there's gonna be some <clears throat> Stuff hanging out? No, that's not where I was headed with that. There's going to be some log- there's going to be some logistical nightmares in this. Uh-huh. I feel yeah, like I, I, why do I have in my mind like you wearing the Rocky the Mountain Lion costume, but the 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 it, it gives you the bare midriff, so you got like your gut is hanging out of the middle of the uh, nope. mountain lion it's costume. A, it's a full on onesie. Mm. It's all one contiguous piece. Mm. With a very large head, that is a that is that is a U head. That is that's a big old noggin. A U head. A U. Oh me. A U. Your head's bigger than mine. What are you talking about? That's just ego. In terms of <laughs> in terms of sheer dimensions, you got me bait. It's not even kind of true because my head goes to a point at the top, and so I was more talking width. Ah, you trying to say I got a fat face? I did not say that. I insinuated that. Wow. Okay. All right. Jeremy's well, being just, extra mean today. Well, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's not. It's rotund. You can say that. It's ovule, but it's ovule <laughs> on its side. And that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You see the amount of abuse that I have to take from this guy. Now imagine how insufferable he's going to be if we let one of his teams win a championship. 
I'm really hoping the New York Knicks do it. 14 wins away. That's, that's, that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. 14 wins away. And after tonight, we will be 13 wins away. Yeah, yeah. Coming up tonight, uh, we do have 7.30 is the tip between the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. Game 5 of that series uh, Brooklyn's going to close it out tonight. They lead three games to one. Then the other two series that are knotted up at two apiece. We got the Nuggets and the Trailblazers tipping at nine o'clock. And then the Anthony Davisless Los Angeles Lakers. It's not official yet, but it's more than likely Anthony Davis not going to play tonight going up against the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix. Series tied 2 2. I don't like the Kings' chances. You're in the sports tank. Take all this, burn it, okay? Gasoline, kerosene, either one. Burn it. All right, it's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The sports tank with Jeremy Green. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The Carolina Panthers are uh, being very open about what I feel are some, should be, I guess, private conversations. We talk about teams giving access to behind, you know, behind the scenes stuff that's going on. The Panthers posted over the weekend a video of this Panthers confidential, and it was a basically a contract negotiation between Matt Rule and Scott Fitterer and the agent for Dan Arnold. Was a new tight end came over from the Arizona Cardinals. They picked him up for two year deal, six million dollars. But I don't know. I, I mean, am I wrong on this, Jeremy? I, I, I feel like this is stuff that agents and teams don't want out there. All this kind of news of, you know, how the negotiations going with Dan Arnold, because it's like Scott Fitterer saying, well, we're in it two years, two million dollars. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. You, this guy's worth way more than that. We want two years, eight million. And they settled on two years, six million. Do you like the behind-the-scenes look that they're giving you on this stuff? I don't have a problem with it. Okay. I mean, there was another one that they put out of the Minnesota Vikings calling on draft day. They were, you know, getting ready to draft J.C. Horn with the eighth overall pick, and they show in the war room, Minnesota has called to get the number eight pick. And, of course, this sends everybody down the path of, well, what does this mean for Kirk Cousins? Because clearly my Minnesota was trying to get out there to get the eighth pick to get Justin Fields. I don't know. I feel like this is stuff that should be left behind closed doors. They, I mean, look, the, the what is the hard knocks? That, yeah. That unwound all of this. So now, I mean, the Panthers social media has been one of the liveliest things about the Panthers for the last year. Oh, I, I, and it's no certainly doubt. going to help your appeal and your draw. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it. Now, Minnesota might have a problem with it. Right. Because that's, I, I mean, I would assume you would tell them you're going to put these things out there. Mm-hmm. And it also might be a thing that, because the Minnesota thing came out before that video ever came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all knew that. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who they were after. We assume it's Justin Fields or, or Mac Jones or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you don't know that. I mean, you got a pretty good feeling. One would assume, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have been trying to get up there to get Patrick Sertan. We don't know. But I doubt it. I very highly doubt it. I don't know. I feel like this is just 
and, and I and I'm not really trying to say that the Panthers are in the wrong here. I'm just thinking this is a this is a new look at what goes on behind the scenes that I don't think everybody's going to be real happy about. Dan Arnold's agent probably isn't very happy that they're sharing. Oh, I would definitely say all he of this was. Out there. You think oh, so? I would definitely say he was in Pleased. the loop on that. Oh, okay. You wouldn't just do that, and mm-hmm. then. But I mean, other teams are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the unfettered access that everybody now expects to their team. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying you don't normally see this kind of thing. No, and you're going to see it much more. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I mean. We talked about it when the Matthew Stafford thing happened. Remember in Detroit called out Carolina and said Carolina had called. Did we really want that information out there? Maybe not, but it's out there now. Well, I mean, it's just it's so hard to keep these things private now. Mm-hmm. You've got so many beat writers. You've got so many people that do what we do. So many of us have sources, and one you know one person tells you one thing, and then. You say it off the off the record, and then it gets back to who. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's the world we live in. It it's is the social media age. There is nothing that you're going to keep secret mm-hmm. for long. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Have you been following the hockey playoffs? By the way, no, no. I mean, the Carolina Hurricanes are in it. They're on to the next round. You mm-hmm. haven't watched any of it. Nope. Let me know when the finals start. <laughs> that you're not going to pay attention until the I'll watch finals. the finals. I enjoy watching hockey. I just don't have a, and I, I don't, I don't know the yeah. players. I, yeah, I'll watch it just because I enjoy Look, watching I, it. I don't know the players, and I either, love it live. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, they got out of the first round against the Nashville Predators. Gets uh, that much harder here in the uh, in the second round. Already trailing Tampa Bay, one game to none. We got game two coming up tonight, 7.30. Uh, and you know what? Go Canes. Why not? You're in the Sports Tag with Jeremy Green here on ESPN Asheville. We'll see you in the morning in the Sportsocracy on YouTube.